This week on Fists of Funny, we give a recap of Hell in the Cell. AEW goes full gear. And how do you give retribution? Retribution. All that and more. On Fist of Funny. Oh, hello. Fist of Funny. How it do? Welcome back, welcome back to the fastest growing wrestling podcast on the fucking internet. Welcome back to Fists of Funny. In the studio, the king of Bong style himself, Mr. ABJ, and your Whoa. new Fists of Funny champion. Fuck yeah, boy. Welcome back. I'm a real son of a bitch. I start off the show right away with this celebration. Yeah, if anyone else wins, we're lucky if we get our music played for the entire fucking episode. Yeah, you're even lucky. Fiji wins one time. (laughs) And it's top of the hour. I don't even play the right music when you guys win. <laughs> I don't even know your themes, but welcome! Welcome back! You're goddamn right! Feels good. It feels fucking great. The comedian himself, Robbie D. How you doing, bud? I'm good. After losing, good. losing Fair. the belt to the king of Bong style. In my defense... That was me being an asshole Defend. when I took Drew McIntyre over Orton. Like, I kind of figured Orton was going to win, and I was just being a cunt about it, so. Were you really that wrong, though, in that decision? I mean, it could have gone really anyway. It could have happened. Like, it I don't want to. happen for sure. I would say, definitely, I had Drew as the underdog. But there's always a possibility that somehow he might just fucking pull it off, you know? They did it three pay-per-views in a row. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, they went through also, pod, man. Yeah, you did take Sasha Banks and no one else did. So that was a good call. I thought it was time. You know what? And it's so funny. When she came out in, a, in the all-white, I was like, oh, that's it, man. Lock it up. Lock it up, man. She came out in the white. Fucking Bailey was in the black. I'm like, this is it, man. She's winning that belt. She just had that, like, yeah. Yeah, I could kind of tell. You got that vibe right away. Yeah. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you don't. It's always interesting. This was something I've always, like, found so interesting about, like, wrestlers. They know they're losing the belt, and yet they got to go out there and sell it like they're king shit, and they're going to win this fucking thing. It's one of the beauties of fucking wrestling, you know? Oh, yeah. Fuck, yeah. yeah. 
Um, when you can do that when you're the when you're the loser. Ugh. Yeah. Um, speaking of, uh, we're still on some debate about this, but but if any listeners know the answer, I believe I did some investigative research in the last couple of days, and I believe that me and Robbie saw a young Kenny Omega circa 2001 oh, yeah. in Thunder Bay, Ontario. Now, I think oh, yeah. I, I'm uh, Crossy seems to believe that we're wrong and that this is a different show I'm talking about. But I, I only went to a show at, at, the, at the university at Lakehead University. And that's there where was this show the, was booked. The, the first one they did was at the Fieldhouse. And it was September to remember. So and that yeah, show and had then, a September bill. And then after that, they moved it to the, the other building. There. Yeah. The first one was there. You are right. Then, dude, we saw probably the greenest of the green Kenny Omega. I was like, what year? 2001. So how old were we? 13. 13 years old. Seeing Kenny Omega. Probably like, look at this duster, man. This guy's just fucking (laughs) swag, man. Uh, Yeah. But that was, I I just remember all I remember. Yeah, what what did we figure? He was like a year in at that point when we saw him. Yeah, because he started in about, what, February 2000? So. Wow, that's pretty fucking crazy. Dude, that's fucking just... Man, I was going through, like, those old hometown bills, and I was so pissed off because, like, WWE did three fucking shows in our hometown. And, like, one of them had fucking Undertaker versus Yokozuna for the belt. Really? Dude, imagine fucking seeing that shit show. And it wasn't even, like, the headliner. The headliner was Owen Hart. Okay. Because well, probably Canada, Canada, though. That makes sense. But imagine seeing that match. Oh, two of my... Honestly, those were, like, my... Like, growing up as a kid, my two favorite wrestlers. Yeah. Yeah. You ever listen to... Uh, Bruce Pitcher did a great episode on Yoko Zuna. Yes. Yes. Fuck it. It's tragic. But, it like, is. it's really good, too. But it's also like what he did for his size was still unbelievable. He was still fo- oh, fuck it. agile as fuck just because, you know, just because yeah. he's a fucking fatty. I never did go to any of those WF, no, WE shows. No, neither did I. Oh, well. Memories. Memories missed, Robert. You know what? Oh, well. Let's fucking get into it. Yeah, so... What did you think about uh, Hell in a Cell? Here's my thing. I thought it was an excellent show. Um, excellent. Not excellent. Oh. I'll say very good. Very good. I will say this was not. This is this is a duster show, as we talk about. It's not expected to be this this over the top exceptional pay per view. Um, it's a, it's a gimmick pay per view for the most part. Um, last year's sucked the cock of life. If we remember last year's, it was kind of the tragic ending of, of Seth Rollins and the tragic ending of the fiend into these new things. Um, yeah, we still got the red cage, but yeah, but no red light, no red light. Was that in every, I was trying to remember, was that in every match, the red light or was that just, no, just the fiend one. Oh, yeah, because that's what they were doing in the beginning. Man, what a dog shit fucking idea. Um, <laughs> yep. But I we thought didn't the get ma- any fiend. 
No, we didn't, which was kind of all right. Not a bad thing. Uh, I was hoping he was going to interrupt the Lashley slapjack match because why the fuck else is that on that yeah. card? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that would have made like sense a, in, in reality. A four-minute squash match that's on your second to main event. Come on now. No, I agree. It was kind of a point. Like, like okay, I'm not going to say like there weren't matches that for whatever reason were there. Um, I enjoyed all the cage matches. Yeah. I'll say that, yeah. I thought... Uh, uh, but... I pulled the I pulled the fast one and I I went with uh, the Miz beating Otis. Yes. God damn. Happy day. Happy day. Happy. So let's talk about that. <laughs> is this is this just the writing team realizing that Otis is not the guy to do this, or is this just? Further developing the Odo story where he gets it back somehow. Um, I see. I think it's uh, them realizing like, he needs a crowd, right? His yeah, that's true. You know, like <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah, I, it's it's yeah. not Otherwise, that good just, without a crowd. It's, it's just he a plays off the people shaking his tits. <laughs> yeah, we people want to see a fat man dance. Yeah. When there's no crowd, it's just fucking weird. <laughs> I agree. Um, like, and okay, oh, it, so before they can even get back to Otis versus The Miz, they got to go through Otis versus Tucker first because that's what led to um, fucking The Miz winning. Yeah, Tucker turned on him. But. I was kind of annoyed how fast they hot-shotted that, uh, that match already, though. Because they were doing some backstage stuff right after the match. And then Tucker... Or they confront each other. And Otis attacks Tucker. And yeah. like, well... Well, that could have waited. At, like, it didn't happen... It didn't need to happen right away. You That's know what true. I mean? Like, That's true. We all knew it was going to happen. Give it... Give it a day, at least. Yeah, and now that they're on separate brands, they could have waited right until Friday. Until, like, yeah. this Friday. Um, on SmackDown Live, when Tucker reveals, and he's going to reveal, obviously, why, why. You know, you were making a mockery of me. I was in the shadows to some goof dancing in the ring. From Duluth, Minnesota. <laughs> The Caterpillar. <laughs> I don't know if this is the end of Otis. I think it's it, maybe it is um, a relegation of status for sure. It'll be see, it'll be interesting that with everything else going on, we'll see how like much his story kind of gets relevancy now. But I, yeah, I said it the second he won it. Like, look at the title scene. You didn't want to see. Yeah. versus a any of those people. Yeah, that's very true. Did it, did just, they honestly think they could build up no, I can't. Otis <laughs> in a year? Yeah, I'm I'm honestly thinking of a way to book Otis against uh Orton or Otis against fucking Roman Reigns. Yeah. I don't know how you do that. 
No. <laughs> that doesn't last at all, right? Like, even, like, Otis versus Seth doesn't make sense. Like, Yeah, no, I know. Not in just, this character. You know what? If they can use this point right here as a turning point in his character development, he might end up being uh, Le Champion status. Maybe just, yo, Rikishi won a belt, all right? If that fucking fat guy can dance and win belts, all right? Did he ever win the belt? I don't think he did. (sighs) Look it up. I'm on it. I'm on it. I did it for the rock. (laughs) But, like, I don't know. I'm psyched that the Miz Miz got it because if... If he's with Morrison, if he's doing his like dastardly heel stuff, he's such a good heel. Yeah. And like we we're okay with him cheating to win. Whereas like the are only on way Raw? Otis What's that? Are they on Raw? Or are they on uh, SmackDown? So. I think Raw. They were SmackDown. They just I got traded. I'm pretty sure they switched. Okay, that makes you know a little what? more sense, I guess, if you set up like Miz versus Orton. Yeah, I don't think it would work right now with with uh, with uh, Roman Reigns. Personally, no, but it's all about work. when the heel has the money in the bank. It's a whole lot. They could sneak in, right? They yeah. could surprise the good guy. So they can. Yeah, but Roman's not a good guy. Well, they yeah they and you can't fuck right. with it that story. But you can fuck with Orton because he's just an established prick. He's never been good, you know. He's just an asshole. Yeah. So no, Rikishi never won the big title. He was a three-time tag team champion and a one-time IC champ. All right, he won that IC belt. Respect. He won the Slammy for best etiquette in 1994. <laughs> The slam. <coughs> yeah. <coughs> oh. You gonna make it? Fuck yeah. Um. Let's talk about um the big one, Orton versus McIntyre. Thoughts on the match? You mean Orton versus? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, it was good. Like it was really good. Well, not give it like a B. It was a it was a fun match. Yeah, but it was very uh, cookie cutter at the same time. You know what I mean? Cookie cutter main event Hell in a Cell match. Yeah, very much so. The classic uh, with the extra toppings on top, of course, but nothing we haven't seen before from WWE. You know? Yeah, like. Kevin Owens took that bump off the side of the cage. There's been a few different guys who took that that same fall. I'm going to say this, and it sucks, and I don't mean anything malintensive from it, but it, 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 didn't, it wasn't a fucking great spot. No. It was not worth the injuries you're going to get from that. It did not look that good. <laughs> nope, they could have taken it <laughs> right back into the cage. Mm-hmm. Would have now, been just as fine. My thing is, I'm 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 assuming 
they're using this to to keep McIntyre out for a couple of weeks. Guy took a fall. I'm just like Don't I was like fun. I was like, oh man, are they gonna do an RKO off the fucking? That's what I was hoping. But I'm like, but that's he's too not dangerous, a- you know. Uh, he's not off though. He fought the Miz on Monday. Drew. Yeah. Oh shit. He beat the Miz. Oh well then. I don't know then. Well, what yeah. the fuck do I know then, man? I'm just some Whole fucking piece nothing. of shit, man. Um, Whole lot of nothing. But I mean, we're already setting up the title picture. Yeah. Right. Um, it looks like I, Drew's gone just on to something different. All right. Because Randy Orton, Randy Orton has Roman Reigns, right at Survivor Series. Yeah. And then we had the the fiend interacted couple we had a couple of fun houses oh no sorry it was the fun house and then uh bliss's segment moment of bliss yeah yeah but one thing I, I they you know as soon as she mentioned orton's name in the fire fun house like it alluded to a painting of of the uh house of horrors match and uh he's just kind of froze so maybe they're building to that. Maybe they are building to Orton versus Fiend. Um, that's one person he really hasn't fucked with yet, is it? Not in a while. Not in a, not since all of that, right? Yeah. Like you think about it, he's he's brave. Well, I guess not since Daniel Bryan. The Fiend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's you know he's met with Daniel Bryan. He's met with fucking Bray. Orton's really the last. Uh, the last of the Mohicans, you know. No, well, he feuded with them before. Yeah, I know they did, but in this new in this new revelation oh, of the fiend. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, my bad. He's kind of like the last, like he's like the last of those major feuds that he hasn't returned to yet. So, yeah, very true. Yeah, because that's what most. Yeah. Smoking a little weed. Yeah, hey, you know, it's 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 what we do. Um Oh, speaking of at uh Survivor series. I don't know what this means, but it's happening. Taker 30 at Survivor Series. Rest in peace. I don't know why. I don't know why we're doing this. Why can't he just rest in peace? <laughs> What's Taker 30? I don't know, man, because it's like basically like Taker started at Survivor Series. But and have they said like is yeah, they is he just going to be there? I don't or is know that what all? they're going to do, man. He's going to come out, walk out, take five minutes to get to the ring, take his hat off. Choke slam somebody and then leave. That's it, man. I I know. I don't <laughs> It's Survivor Series, so like Unless it is Undertaker 30, so like I guess I'll be okay with it. But it that's exactly what it's gonna be. You're not wrong at all. Yeah, like it'll be bone chilling. I'll fucking I'll feel <laughs> the fucking the phenom. In my taint, but it's it's it's, it's a waste. What's you? Who's he gonna? Who? Like who's gonna go? Elias? 
Probably. <laughs> Another round with Elias. I don't know. Maybe but AJ I wonder Styles. How hit. Oh, sorry. Maybe AJ Styles. Well, he had the boneyard match with him last. Yeah. I don't know. Um, how's his entrance going to be without a crowd? I think it relies on a lot of the presence. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna be fucking cosmic, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. They're going to just use the power of the urn. <laughs> They're going to have hologram fucking Paul Bearer in the ring. Undertaker, rise from your grave. Remember that game? Remember Altered Beast? Rise from your grave. Ah, great. Fucking Sega Genesis, everybody. Sega Genesis. Super Super Nintendo. I never had a Sega. No, neither did I, but my uncle did. I got to play Altered Ah. Beast and Shinobi when I went to his house. It was sweet. Um, let's, uh, let's, let's, anything else from, uh, Hell in the Cell? Anything you want to talk about from Raw? No, oh, yeah, one last thing before we, uh, on Raw, they had Retribution versus the the Hurt Business. Yeah. In an elimination style match. And Retribution lost again. I, I know. It's like, what are they, what's the oh, point? What, huh? I don't get it. Like, they were terrorizing backstage a month ago. Especially now the I've... night after a pay-per-view, you can afford a loss. Yeah. You know? It doesn't even have to be a clean loss. But they got to win, you know? Yeah. It, it was like... It was weird. There's like four to get them. Like... Cheat the and win. And Slapjack got his ass kicked the night before in like four minutes. Like... Yeah. This... Like, this isn't a terror group anymore like no one's scared of this group you just showed they're a bunch of goofballs yeah like, where is this leading to like why do i care what's the big deal why because mustaf ali straightens his hair now no that's that's nothing like bobby lashley has no problem manhandling half of these guys like yeah except for like what? they should be destroying him or something like that yeah, or just using like a fucking weapon or something. Like, do something dirty. Who cares? You're retribution. You don't play by yeah. the rules. Your whole thing is not about rules. So, like, who cares? I don't know. I don't know. That that just bothers me. Yeah. Because you're like, well, you're not even you're not even booking it right to give it a chance. How would you book them? How would you book retribution? Uh... Well, I was confused already with the feud with the Hurt Business. I think that was the wrong way to go. Yeah. I ca- we kind of talked about it briefly a few weeks ago um, when he interacted with, or maybe it was only like two weeks ago when we were t- interacted with The Fiend. And I was like, I like, I like that feud. Yeah. Because you could have Bray Wyatt versus individual members. 
on like Raws and building up to it. And then like the week before he brings out the fiend and just runs train on everyone. So then come survivor series, it's just like a four on one. Yeah, I could see that. Um, as crazy as it sounds, I would, I don't know what other, I would go after, I would go after our truth. (laughs) Take his belt and just like, Either like smash it to pieces. Oh, yeah, that's way better. Or like just have like a security around, a security of retribution around um, uh, Ali as he holds the belt. Yeah. And then eventually, like even then you could do R-Truth and Hurt Locker, go to get it back. Fuck, I don't know, man. You could could make the the 24-7 title a little bit mean a bit more right yeah, like it's like a way of actually giving them a belt and something that matters and something that's kind of like a, a yeah owning a stake in the in the, the in the business great idea yeah i just thought of that man. i was like because like yeah. what are they gonna do who are they gonna go after who the fuck is even yeah. the, who's the u.s fucking what's his name apollo is it apollo or is it fucking no that's <laughs> That's uh, Shel- or not oh, Shelton, Shelton Benjamin. Benjamin. Man, I feel bad about this. <laughs> Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley. Is Bobby Lashley? Yeah. Okay, well, I know what he looks like. <laughs> I could pick him out in the crowd. But, yeah. They need to win something sometime soon because it's, yeah. Or do something. They don't flip cars and light fires anymore either, so. Yeah, I don't know what they could do. I really don't know what they could do that would make it worth it. Well, the problem is you don't have many like big groups, and they're a big group, right? Yeah. That's so unless you, they start going after like individual superstars, that's what you know it has what I mean? to be like, like a locker room against retribution. Yeah. So they need to start antagonizing other people in the locker room. And then it's just a group of fucking mercenaries going against retribution. That's what it yeah. should be. The Hurt Locker plus three or four other dudes. It shouldn't even be Hurt Business. It shouldn't even be hurt the business. Hurt Business. Yeah. Well, it could be. It could be Bobby No, Lashley. but it'd be better if it was like Drew and Kevin Owens and... That's true. Drew, Kevin Owens, R-Truth, Bobby Lashley, and... It's just four on four. That's, That's it. it. That's it then, man. That's how you book it. But that's not where we're getting, so we'll see. No, I know. Um, let's uh let's move on to AEW. We uh You know, I was really uh I really enjoyed this week's AEW. It was uh, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, there was a little bit like it was very up and down. For if sure. I felt like. But there's like the you, way that I oh. just the way that it tied into kind of full gear and how everything's kind of shaping up. I'm really excited for full gear. Um, yeah. I've really no, enjoyed I, this. They program. kept announcing matches the whole night. And I, I like it's a solid, solid card. Yeah. Um, 
so we had the two, you know, f- final matches, I guess, in the, uh, what do they call it? Fancy world Feast? title eliminator match. Fancy Feast presents the world title. I don't know. <laughs> um, the Warlow match, yeah, it was good. Um, I mean, it was a good opener. I didn't, th- I didn't mind it. Those lariats, man, holy fuck. They're pretty intense. I'm not a big fan of the lariat. I don't get the need to do the flip. Um, yeah, it's just for show. But uh, but there's some. Power I don't Paige, it. Since, Paige since coming back, he looks way better. Like he put the he put the pants on. It looks like he like thinned out and bulked up a little bit. Yeah, he's brought in a little bit more added or like attitude to his character. Yeah. A little bit of swagger. I'm really liking him right now. For sure. Um, and on the other side of that match, I guess uh, we'll talk about... Uh, isn't it... Okay, man. How much longer are they going to build this fucking ship between <laughs> between MJF and uh, Wardlow? <laughs> That's a slow burn. They're not, they're not breaking them up anytime soon. Yeah, I guess. But it's like... <clears throat> I guess it will depend uh, if MJF joins the inner circle. I don't think Wardlow would. Yeah. So then it will happen there. Yeah. Or maybe Wardlow will until Jack Hager or Jake Hager comes back. So they have a big man until that time. Does MJF win against Jericho? Yeah, so they had their town hall, which is it was long. It didn't it was fun, but it was long. So the inner they were asked like a debate questions. It was very random. Yeah. It was very random, but we announced that Jericho versus MJF at the pay-per-view and if Jericho or whoever if MJF wins, he gets to join the inner circle. I'm going to assume he's going to win. Yeah. He has no reason not to. But then it's like, how do they go with that tension between him and Sammy? Also, him calling Sammy the guy who sells Adderall to middle-aged students? <laughs> Fucking hey, man. I was like, oh. <laughs> that was hilarious. I'm like that. Wow, they let that one. They they were cool with that one. I'm I'm fine with it, but yeah. <laughs> it's AEW dark. Fuck yeah, man. Fuck yeah. Um, I mean, where where does that go if he joins the inner circle, though? You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe he doesn't win. I don't know. I got to think more on this before I make my actual actual yeah. pick. Yeah, we'll make picks but next week. But uh, I, my only thought is I don't know when like Fozzie's supposed to go back on tour. Okay. So I don't know if we're building to Jericho leaving the inner circle. Because uh, I would think like MJF would be the one to kick him out of the inner circle eventually. Oh. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. I think that's the long Dude, play. that would be fucking... How would that... Oh, man. People would just go ape shit for Jericho. Well, then he'd... Yeah, right? He'd leave for, like, 
six months. Yeah. And then he'd come back. Fuck yeah. <laughs> the pop, man. I could be wrong. No, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. That's a cool right? fucking... That's a cool fucking idea, man. Really- it just it all, I, the time the thing is I don't know when you do the inner circle turning on Jericho. Yeah. Do they do it right at full gear? Oh. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just that might be soon. That's I don't know if that happens. That seems. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't think so, but I don't think it's out of the realms of possibility. Mm-hmm. And let see, here's the thing: if they, if Sammy and MJF are actually bullshitting us and working us, and they're actually in cahoots to kick out fucking Jericho, then you're right. Oh, maybe. But if that that, but I'm also just an idiot. And I, I yeah, know. yeah. You could write it a few. I. I don't know. I don't, or they cause a riff within them. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, it's kind of random because they announced Sammy and uh, Ortiz versus MJF and Wardlow next week in a tag match. Weird. And, like Santana was sitting right there. You're like, well, don't they normally tag together? Well, not only that, it's like they're going to be buddies in the inner circle. Well, they don't like them. I can see why. I, I, I can imagine they don't like MGF. Yeah. Those guys also eat paint chips, so. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys hit each other with bats all day, man. Hit me, man, hit me. <laughs> That's what they do, man. Oh, fuck. Do me, do me. <sighs> um, then we had the Young Bucks sit down with Excalibur. Yes. I enjoyed that. Well, FTR was there too. And like very quickly, FTR was like all on the offensive, but being defensive, saying they weren't being asked questions and weren't being treated fairly. And eventually... Uh, Bucks just cut a promo and they said like if they lose they're never challenging for the titles again so like the promo was really good I enjoyed the shit out of it and I like the stipulation it's yeah, just they shitty were playing that co- into, the a- into his ankle and he's like I don't give a shit about my ankle don't ask me about yeah. my ankle I, can I wonder very if he's well lying see about them- the ankle I can very well see them taking the belt why not um but yeah, what does that mean for them if they don't? Yeah, I know. It just seems a little bit too like they won't. Yeah, I fucking hate when dudes say like, if I lose this one, I'm never wrestling again. Or like, I'm never going to go for the belt. Yeah, they're Terry Funk in it, right? Yeah. Like, this <laughs> is my retirement match. I'm coming back for Bad. the 18th time. Yeah. This time, I'm serious this time. <laughs> but like Cody said it and he hasn't challenged for the belt so like oh yeah but he will like eventually but it's been a year so like they've stuck to it ish um 
Yeah, they gave him a different belt. <laughs> Fuck off, man. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I can't have this one. Bitch. Can you make me one? Who gives a shit? Uh, yeah, I think it's a little... Th- I think the Young Bucks win, right? Yeah. They patiently waited for their chance at a belt. Um, yeah. You know, and they've let they've they've allowed, and I think it was necessary as well to allow the development and breadth of the tag team division to to be shown to the public. Yeah. So it was smart to keep them out of it, but uh, yeah, you've had your tank team division has shined without the young bucks in the main event. Yeah. Like, they've had matches, of course, but, like, they're not in the title matches. No. And they've been doing they've been doing fine. People don't care. It's not like... It's just when they're out there, they're yeah. out there. That's awesome. They put on a great show. So. Yeah, I see them. They're probably going to win. Yeah. Um, good timing. We had a rematch of uh, Cody V. Orange. With... <laughs> Random as shit lumberjack. Yeah, lumberjack. Here's the thing: if you're gonna have a lumberjack match, then guys actually have to fucking th- throw fucking punches when they go out of the ring. They're just doing goofy shit. Hug. Okay, I get the hug, but like beyond that, like trust falls and fucking other shit, and then like just breaking out into fights themselves. Dude, it was a dog shit match. It was a you didn't even follow it. Yeah, the the lumberjacks, the shittiness of the lumberjacks took away from the rest oh, of the match. Yeah. They panned it, and then there was like a brawl between them, and the, I just they panned to one dude just throwing the softest punches, just waiting for it to end. <laughs> While there was, like it just looked like shit, man. Everything about it looked like shit. If you're gonna do it, do it right, or don't do it at all. That's what I'm saying, man. That's just, I, I'm not a big fan of lumberjack matches. No, the problem was is you had two faces in the ring, right? Like, so if the the good lumberjacks beat them up, then they became, then it's like, well, why did they do that? Yeah, well, that's just, and it was so divided among the lumberjacks. Yeah. Like, they were on one side, instead of just, like, dispersed among the cir- the whole circle. It was like, Cody's dude's on one side, fucking Orange's yeah. dude's on the other. Best friends in the middle. I don't know what's going on, man. I will say um, the superplex into the lumberjack, into the lumberjacks, uh, a pack of jacks, I guess. Is that what you say? Um, I believe I believe that move is called the timber. The timber. The timber. Ah, yes. Hey. Very good. Very good. Um, I'll thank you. That was a cool move, though. That was very cool. Scary as shit, but cool. Yeah, that was. It was what it was, right? Yeah. Like, um, now we got like a three on three next week. Yeah, yeah. Like, why? That fell out a card. Whatever. I don't know. I don't know about this. And speaking of like next week, we got like Miro and. Uh, uh, Kip Sabian versus Best Friends. So. 
I think they're gonna they're trying to build him up, but are they really gonna job out the best friends to Miro? You know what? I don't even. Okay, here's the thing. What? Get Miro in just a singles match run. Why can't he just have matches for contention to rise up for a chance at the TV title? Instead of like, and I get he's like having fun and shit and like goofy video game stuff, best man. But like, he can just as easily be just having singles matches where he's either squashing dudes or fucking actually having great matches that give him wins to actually get a chance. But you can't put him in the title shot. Like, everyone who's debuted has gone for that title. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's a little too paint by numbers at this point. Well, They've done so, it a little too much. You can much. just have matches. And then in a couple, in, in, in eight months, you can be like, look at he's, he's won in his last six matches, singles. Six matches in eight months is not bad. That's like one a month. Yeah, no, he's going to wrestle more than that. I don't know. I'll see. I just don't want him I, to be dusted, you know? I mean, he was always a mid-card two-week. And, like, he doesn't scream main event yet. He hasn't found, he hasn't cracked that yet. Does he do better with a crowd? I don't know. I wonder. I wonder if he would. Well, they're not going to chant, like, Root Miro Day or anything Why like that. They? Why wouldn't they? Yeah. I think they will. Maybe. Fuck, I don't know, man. <laughs> We're dumb. People are dumb, man. Dumb as shit. Um, finally, let's talk about uh, Omega versus Penta. Boy. Those boys beat the yeah. piss out of each other. You know, this felt like a Japanese match, you know? <laughs> the fucking pacing... The storytelling, the intensity. Like, I really was like, wow, this feels like watching New Japan. When they just stopped and uh, started having the slap off. Mm -hmm. And like, just the the way they kind of, they just slowed it right down. You know, played into it. Omega's taking his shirt off slowly. He's like, come on. Like, it was fucking beautiful, man. It's yeah. When I saw, I looked when the match started. I looked, and he still had like twenty minutes left. And I was like, "Yeah, this match needs. They need to do that." Yeah, yeah. And but they did it with just such grace. Like yeah. it was like perfectly timed. It, but it took a long fucking time. But just the way they were playing through it, I was just like, "Fuck, man!" Like it was like very indie slash like Japani in the fact that yeah. like you, you American wrestling doesn't give. That shit time to breathe, you know? Yeah. And you could tell so much more of a story with that stuff. Yeah. Right? They're having a test of strength. Like, yeah. And it's like, it's just, they use, like, the closest, <laughs> this is the thing, like, the Americans, closest they get is just, like, a fucking, a wrist lock. Like, fucking, <laughs> like, what are those, man? Like, in the ring, they're just like, all right. A test knock, of strength. Yeah, yeah. test, all right. You know, like. Dude, what bullshit. <laughs> yeah, give me some chop-offs. Yeah. Um, But yeah, beyond I, yeah. that, just... Omega won. Omega, your winner. So we got Page and Omega for the 
number one contender at full gear. Yes. One thing I will say about Omega, I don't like when he does his like dive out of the ring. Yeah. He does one and a half runs and it's so fucking annoying. Instead of just going there and back and like out of the ring, he goes back there and back out of the ring. Hey, it gets super fast. No, fuck that, man. It's your cunt. Right? Like, go, go, hey, he's fast. No, man. <laughs> I'm just, it's stupid. Hey, also, did you know his friend currently, his former high school friend currently resides in North Carolina? That was <laughs> so one of the random. facts on his. <laughs> one of his high school friends currently resides in North Carolina. Kenny. That's funny. Yeah, he did like what? It was like a minute worth of stuff he was doing for his intro. But not like last week they were talking about titles. This week it was just like Sports Illustrated has called him must see. Yeah, it was fucking funny, man. I love it. I I heard it and I like had to rewind it. I'm like, oh, shit. I got to hear this. Yeah, um, as we were talking about the Bucks match, I was like, know what? I don't think Omega's going to win. I think Paige will get another shot at the title. I think that's the way to go. I don't think you want the Bucks and you know Kenny what? all. They're really pushing the sweep. So, yes. Like, he's got yeah. the whole, he's got all the brooms out. He's got the dancers and and in a weird way, like you said, Paige is a bit more focused right now. And I think yeah. it's it's really weird. We've seen this transition where, like before, it was just like where Hangman Page didn't give a fuck, and like you know he's just drunk half the time and just kind of. But he won, but like it's just like eh, I didn't, you know, half 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 assed it, you know. And now we're getting that from Omega. Like he's he's doing all these fancy intros and shit. He's like standing behind the fucking the shadow and shit, you know. I think he's yeah. I think he's gonna lose. I am really looking forward to that match though. Like I think it's gonna be fantastic. Yeah. If they can give themselves like the same thing, like fifteen to twenty minutes. Yeah. Like. Like, I don't even want them to touch each other for the first two minutes. I just want them to build that emotion, you know? Like, yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Go like, to lock up. Omega walks out of the ring, takes a powder. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. Fuck yeah. Like, yeah. Especially after the, you know, the last few months building up between them. Like, it's time to, to do this right. Hopefully they do. Yeah, that'll be a good patch. I'm excited. Now, the weird thing... Penta was given this spot tonight because, or, or yesterday, uh, because uh, Ray got injured. Oh, Ray got in. Is that what actually happened? Yeah, yeah. Ray Finn. Yeah. Well, he if you saw halfway through his match or their match last week, he had like kind of had his bell rung, and you couldn't. He was kind of out of it for a moment there. Oh, I didn't know this. And I, then they cut the commercial shortly after. And then they got, they just put another guy in a mask out there. Is that <laughs> <laughs> and so, 
yeah, no. But they played into it fun. Match, like they yeah. played into it differently on uh like the Eddie Kingston was just like You gotta give your brother you gotta give your brother the belt the chance the title Well I thought it was because he couldn't compete. Yeah, but they didn't play it like that. Eddie Kingston was like involved. He's like, let your brother fight. Oh, okay. And like he like reluctantly gave it to him. No, I, I don't know. I thought it had to do with the injury, but I don't could, matter. Well, I, on paper, yeah, it probably is. But on story, I think they played it like that. Hmm. Although, I smoke a lot of weeds, so I, I, none of this show, this is all fake news. All fake news. Yeah, this, they this had more promos for Mark. Of, of wrestling this week, man. I, I don't even know what happened, man. It could have been a match of fucking Rikishi versus Grimace. Who knows? I'll tell you there was. Grimace, uh, Grimace okay. gave Rikishi the stinky face. <laughs> the old purple stinky face. And it hit him with some chicken nuggets. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm Grimace. Bitch. Okay, what were you going to say? Sorry. <laughs> it wasn't worth More- it. More promo hype for Mike Moxley and Eddie Kingston. I'm looking forward to that match. Yeah. I mean, it's just going to be a brawl match. I'm not going to not expecting a great technical uh, presentation by any means. But I, 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 I'm sold on Eddie Kingston. Yeah. Every he time this. Every time I've seen him, I've just been wowed. Um, I mean, he's he's a fine wrestler. I don't think he's anything spectacular but i think he can hold his own yeah oh fuck yeah i'm trying to think of like what he who he reminds me of you know like just a 90s fucking wcw ecw guy he just doesn't give a fuck yeah he's i just cut he cut there's a lot of passion and fire behind him right like yeah <laughs> man, that guy fucking man, I gotta feel bad for him going home at night. This is all I got. <laughs> <laughs> I've already broken my fucking neck. <laughs> Trying to put the food in people's mouths. He's <laughs> just screaming at people all day, man. All day, every day. <laughs> Uh, I asked for, I asked for two here. sugar in my coffee. Your heart is breaking my neck for this business that gives me no respect. <laughs> yeah. But uh, one last little thing I want to talk about here. Yeah. Just earlier today, uh, they announced that uh, Netflix is doing a docu-series. Oh. On Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Oh, shit. You son of a bitch! Goddamn. Yeah, so Netflix, uh, Bill Simmons, who founded The Ringer and co-created ESPN's 30 for 30, is, it will be a producer. Oh. Um, oh, is this going to be guy- like the last dance fucking... This is Vince just selling his story to fucking... 
to be a phenom like Michael Jordan? Just trying to change history? I actually love Brett! <laughs> <laughs> he did screw himself, see? <laughs> Yeah, I know. Uh, that, that'll that be the... Uh, how much is he going to influence the final cut, right? Like, yeah. Michael Jordan did have final say on on that. Or one, what, sh- last shot or whatever. It's fucked up. Like, he, he's a weird dude, you know? He's just one of those dudes. Yeah. He's, he's the one of the last showmen, you know? P.T. Barnum, you know? Like, fuck. He's a son of a yeah, bitch, he's... man. He is a son of a bitch. He knows know. it. Like, but it's like that's that's the that's it, man. No chance in hell. Yeah. I'm interested though. I'm, yeah, I'm interested in like he's got a really fucked up life. Oh yeah, yeah. Right from the beginning. That's what I want to learn a little bit more on is like his earlier years. Yeah. And like getting into it, but like you think of he he's not a normal man. No. <laughs> I'm, wait, I'm waiting for the scene where he's like and Ted Turner called me and he said good show and that's when I took it to the next level <laughs> if they yeah if they could talk about like the major like the, the, it'll be interesting how they I yeah they're really gonna sauce him up as as this fucking guy you know you're gonna have Hogan on there sucking his dick and Stone Cold sucking his dick and fucking no but they'll they'll let Stone Cold go off and be Stone Cold a little bit you know what I mean yeah like I think they'll fire some shots but not nothing heavy no yeah no they're gonna just dance lightly around the really controversial shit but uh, but you got how many years to cover? Like, just trash you, like, trash me on the steroids. That's it. <laughs> you can go as hard so. as you want on the roids. <laughs> just don't talk about oh. the deaths. <laughs> right? Then you got the world wildlife stuff. Like, there's so many different like yeah. different stories you could talk about. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's a really interesting character. Like for sure. Very you get forward a couple thinking. seasons out of them, right? Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> man. Should right. be interesting. Yeah, no, I, I, I would definitely watch that. Oh yeah. Anything else there, my good friend? That's all I got. All right, let's uh, let's fucking take this home. Fuck yeah! That's a goofy one. Hey. Hey, sometimes they're a little more lighthearted than factual wrestling, but it's still Fist of Funny. Follow us at Fist of Funny Pod. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that shit. We do this every week, you know? Sometimes it's funnier than this, even. 
make sure to subscribe you know wherever you can just subscribe hit every week you'll get this bullshit stitcher itunes spotify wherever we're there hit us up dog robbie d you're a beaut thanks a bunch have a good one Like the the, the the credits, the fade out. Maybe it's just like Jr. and he's just like, "Stay tuned for Star Wars: Phantom <laughs> Menace." <laughs> I was like, "Shit!" I love to hear Jim Ross's Star Wars. <laughs>